Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is our Qatar uh, World Cup episode number three. I think it's number three. Um, yeah, hope you guys are all doing great and awesome. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. We are going to be talking some Qatar uh, World Cup stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, it's Uncle CB here. I've got Victor Speck. What's bopping? All right, guys. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get right into it, guys. We have an action-packed uh, coverage today. Uh, we're going to be covering the games over the the, the last of, um, I think it was Group E, F, G, and H. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also going to be covering uh, the... Um, what they call it, what's happening with African teams. Mm-hmm. We wanted to give African teams a segment. Some of you guys may like that if you know that's your thing. Some of you guys may not because I don't know if we're going to be really nice to our African teams here. Um, just a kind of spoiler alert. And we'll also cover um, uh, how the World Cup has been so far and uh, uh, our forecast or preview for the next games that are coming up from Group A to D. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it, man. This there's, is going to be... There's a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a we're ton. Gonna, we're going to try and keep it short as we can. But... Uh... Whatever, man. This is this is me asking the question. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, let's, let's shut the hell up. Let's just get right into it, man. Yeah, <laughs> um, cool. It's like that, eh? It is like that, man. Because you were taking so goddamn long to get this thing started. I'm already exhausted now. I want to... Go to sleep. Seriously, actually, I'm like getting shut eye, man. I'm so tired. <laughs> because we've been up early. <laughs> Yo, man, these shit. games have been freaking wild, man. Bro. Early in the morning, 3 a.m. I'm trying to wake up for those 3 a.m., but nah. And you know what? I'm la- I'm happy that I didn't go. I didn't wake up for uh, the 3 a.m. Uh, for for today because seeing that zero zero Morocco and Croatia was actually quite disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll we'll see what's happening there. We'll see we'll see what's on the go. Alrighty, let's get right into it. So, first of all, bro, we we cannot start without mentioning this big game, bro. This oh, big game. God. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> we'll start off uh, talking about Belgium-Canada. That was yeah. a big-ass game, bro. Man. Like, big freaking game. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on that? Canada should have won. Right, should have won. Canada okay. should have won, but at the end of the day, you know, Croatia, um, Belgium's uh, quality and the experience shown right throughout the game. Um, I just like the way Canada just did not fear this. The did not fear Belgium, right? Mm. They just got up on it and started like pressing, like they just started pressing right from the get go, and to very good avails because it created so many so much opportunities for us. And then we got the penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfonso Davis, I love you, man, but you should not be taking no penalties. You don't even take the penalty at your club, right? So what warrants you at this point to take the penalty? I'll tell you what it is. Somebody thinking they're the golden boy, which they are the golden boy, but at the end of the day, you should have left this for Jonathan David to take it because Jonathan David is the sole... Um, penalty taker in Lille, right? Lille, yeah. And he knows how to take penalties. And another thing too, I don't trust left footers with penalties, right? Anything penalties, whenever left footers got to go up against a keeper, I'm usually seeing they're missing it, 
You know, they're usually missing it. Or a person who I say can take the penalties and even sometimes is very sauce taking the penalties and he's a left footer is Lionel Messi, right? But we have, have, we have already all seen that Messi has missed a lot of penalties as well, right? So, Davis, I love you, man. You're like one of the best players right now in fucking in Canada. But the thing is, you should have not taken that penalty. I love the courage. I definitely understand it. You know, like you want to you wanna be that guy to put Canada on the map and give them their first, uh, their first goal of the World Cup since like, or oh, is it? forever first go forever or is it like since the past like 60 something years or something like that but whatever it is right you want to you want to make a statement in this world cup and be like yo i got this goal for us and we got we got we got some momentum let's move but that penalty was very weak man okay i i I had just a couple of things i want to say here first of all the the stuff on the left footers. Do you have a stat to back that up, bro? Like the stat. There's. We, I don't have a stat, but okay, okay. but, so I, but just, I I notice like when when I see left footers test, taking, right? Yeah, the eye test. Yes. Fucking bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> no, but it's true. Straight bullshit. A lot of man. a lot of left footers can take penalties, right? From what stat do you have that information? From watching from? left footers. From watching which of the left left footers you mentioned, Leona Messi and Antonio De, uh, Alfonso Davis. Sorry, yeah. who else? There's been some other people. Man, get the hell out of here, There's man. Been some other people. You're, you're coming me, up with more of your bullshit. And why do, why do you think the majority of the penalty takers are right-footed? Oh, dude. Get out of here. Because most of the players that are available that play football are right-footed players. Okay, so... We're, the dominance, the dominance, statistically, the dominant gonna, side we're is gonna, right. We're going we're gonna to speak about this, right? Forget the whole left-footed and all that nonsense. Um, Now, we're going to go back. When, you're, when it comes to taking a penalty... Guys need to have a little bit more technique before taking that penalty. Yes. One thing is, you do not take the ball and place it on that penalty spot until the ref has cleared everybody away from it because when you're in that one spot, all the thoughts are coming to you. So, all the so, thoughts. So where do you, where do you, like, is there a stat for when you place the ball before the remember, guys are cleared re- off rem- the line? Remember that a lot, oh a lot, of, a lot of goalkeepers... Fucking um, a lot of goalkeepers play mind games with you. Everybody right? plays mind games with everybody. It's just like it comes down to one simple thing: a good fucking technique in taking a penalty. Yes, but as well, you should not let the suspense dawn on you. If you look at what sometimes uh, what some people do, actually Chelsea's literally uh, uh, started doing this. Aspilicueta will grab the ball. He will stand at the penalty spot. You would think it's him that's taking it. And as soon as the ref has cleared everybody out, Aspilicueta will turn back around and pass the ball to the person who's taking it. Okay. Right? So, so I, at the end of the day, all these are mind games. It yes, may work. Because, because it may it's, work. It's part of it. It may not work. It might not work. What about Lewandowski and Guillermo Ochoa? He was handling the ball the whole time. And then eventually, when the whole thing was cleared, he set his ball down. And what happened? The keeper saved it. Look, bro. This is some like I don't know some voodoo ass like Look, you know ideals that you're throwing in here, it is, it's, and you're talking it's, about any simple just simple thing as called mind games. You have some guys who literally place it and they will put it top bins every time. They don't care. Yeah. Uh, you have people who will take their time. They will they will put it in the net. They will miss it. It but, just doesn't. It just comes down to good technique when it comes to taking penalties. But when it's your turn and you have not you have not stepped up to take those much penalties. 
So for the country or the club. Yes, absolutely. You should, you should, and take, that, you should take those those steps. As I, I, no, you shouldn't. In fact, it depends on whoever wants to do however they want to do it. The question is that we should we should stop talking about all these voodoo ideals and get we to the be, technique. We should talk about who made this call. Why was Alfonso Davies assigned to take a penalty? In what was the most high tension, most crucial moment in his career so far? Yeah. Absolutely. Who made this call? <clears throat> so um, Who made this call? It was them on the pitch. No. It shouldn't have been them on the pitch. That's the thing. It should, it should have, have not. It should be the manager yes. that because these moments will come up in every like come on. But you jo- for these moments. But Jordan Herdman, right? Jo- uh, jo- John Herdman. John Herdman. He he says they decide that on the pitch. It, it doesn't... But bro, he like, should... Yes, I, exactly. I totally understand. He should do that off the pitch. He should, off the pitch exactly. should decide when... Who and who is the penalty taker. Bro, when I when I, when, when, when I played for Real Stars, right? Uh, we literally had a session that yeah. was designated on penalties mm-hmm. before we were kicking the ball, right? Yeah. And screaming. And one of the things that we did was uh, before the session, like, really kicked off, we took all two penalties, and it was a round robin penalty. Mm-hmm. If you miss, you get out. Yeah, and it was the last people standing mm-hmm. that got the chance that to got, take it. that got the chance mm-hmm. to prove who should take the penalties. Yeah, I was I was the last guy with mm-hmm. another guy, and I came second. Yeah, so now they decided in a game. There's the number one is this guy. The number two is you. Yeah. Because when we've worked on them, mm-hmm. you two were the most consistent. Yeah, you yeah. guys scored the most penalties and then you guys kind of did a shootout between yourselves. And eventually this is, that was how we decided it. Right. This is such a basic thing. These guys have how many hours to practice this stuff? Mm-hmm. How many time, how many minutes should they be spending on learning how to on on deciding who does, who does it, it who does and then it, yeah. that way there's a clarity. There's clarity for everybody. But you also it's no longer it's no longer oh, Coach John Hedman is now saying oh they figured it out. This was the same problem with Ole. Yeah, Ole did this. I remember when United when Pogba and the rest of them were missing penalties left, right, and center, yeah. and then one person would come in to take off the ball, blah blah blah, and, and had, then Ole was Ole was like oh well uh, you know they decided on the pitch. No. no. You got to decide. No, it. you got to decide. It. And mm-hmm. if that person misses, they miss. If they score, they score. So, but the moment they start fighting for the ball yeah. and they say, hey, I'm going to take this ball, that now pressure comes in because it's like, if I'm taking the ball from you, I better score. I better score. Mm-hmm. And if I miss, uh-huh. Yeah, right? And that's and that's another thing too. I feel like uh, Jonathan David should have like stepped up, taken that ball and did it. But we're you Canadians. Know, We're too nice. Yes, and Jonathan David is a very calm guy, right? Yeah. He doesn't like, uh, he doesn't really. He doesn't do seem. He like doesn't that. seem. Yeah, to yeah. kind of play that lifestyle type of conflict. Yeah. Um, anyway, we we can talk about penalties all day. The technique was bad. We yeah, both agree. Disagree. We both agree on that. Yeah. One thing I wanted to call out though, real quick here. Um, so there were also other opportunities. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. For other penalties yes. in that game, There's especially the one on Tajin Buchanan, right? Yeah. And uh, that was a point blank penalty. It should have been a penalty. It wasn't a point blank penalty though. And the one, let, let, sorry, let's clarify. Mm-hmm. Are we sorry? Not the one on Laria. You're talking about the handball. No, we. That's the handball is. The oh, one you're talking Davis about. Took. Sorry, you're talking about the, the other second one. one. Yeah, the second the one. Second the one, one where the where they passed it. They passed it back, mm-hmm. and they got kicked. And yeah. yes, that that for sure should have been reviewed. There, not the, the VR. So now, if we're talking about that, there's two because one was 
the the player from Belgium kicks the ball towards Tajan, right? Yeah, yes. And then he got tackled. Yes. But they never reviewed it. Because they called the offside. Yes. If they hadn't called the offside... But still, VAR should have looked at that at that point and been like, because we have the we 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 have the power to overturn these decisions. Yes, but that's over two plays, right? Like, I think that was how they explained it anyway. Was this is it's over? It's fucking bullshit. Over a couple because there was no uh, uh, an outside was called. If yeah. anything, there was no goals. Yeah, there, there wasn't was a, a goal. If there was a goal, or if there was an, a chance missed or something. But, but man, right? you can still call those back. Like, regardless uh, of it, if the guy called an offside, the play happened. It's already on video. Yeah. Right? You blew the whistle after the play happened. Yeah. Right? So as soon as... That's the, already says, this is not void until the whistle goes. Yes. Right? So the whistle blows after this, the, the incident. VAR could have looked at it and looked at it and been like, that's a point-blank penalty because yes. the Belgian player hit the ball towards Tajan. It's not... The guy who placed it and placed it to his player. Bro, VAR right? is a mess. And we don't know specifically what the process is here. Yeah. I think... They need to come they out call, with they call, they call an outside. They stopped the ball dead. Yeah. If the, the player had still been going, somebody scored or something, mm-hmm. or maybe nobody scored, and when it cleared out something, they I think they would have reviewed it. Yeah. But the moment they called the play dead, that was when I was like, okay. Right, they should have reviewed that. Now yeah. there was also other opportunities. There was mm-hmm. the handball, second shot for handball, yeah. which I don't think was a handball no, no, because no. it was close to his body, yeah, close yeah. to his blocking his face, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, that was an. Opinion. And then the second, the third one, uh, La, uh, Larea. And at first, I looked at that. And I was like, "That's not a penalty. It went mm-hmm. down too quick." But then they showed a slower replay. Yeah, and it was like, "Hmm, you know, should that have been a penalty?" Yeah, yeah. What is happening here? Right. That, I thought, was 50-50. I think a lot of people were still crying. I saw a TikTok the other day where people were crying about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they were crying about this. And my own thing was, like, why are you guys crying? What is the point about crying about this? What mm-hmm. is the... Uh, in my opinion, Larry should have done better. Now, speaking of doing better, the Canadians, how yeah. did they play? So the Canadians played really well. Like I said, you know, they played with courage. They went out there. They took the game to them. When Croatia, when uh, when Belgium, I keep saying Croatia, when Belgium kept coming back on them, they were able to cut cut things out very quickly, right? They would chop it off, send it back, and then they're on the attack, right? Um, one thing, I, one thing I want to state: we could have scored so many goals, but another thing I'm uh, I, I'm looking at was. When the games was going on and everything was like in full-fledged motion, if you look, right, Alfonso Davis comes in through the middle, right? He passes the ball off. He gets the ball again. But what's happening is, and then he gives it he gives it to another player. But what happens is we are just missing. We are just one more pass away from getting that ball to where we need it to be, Right? Because every time the ball, every time we get the ball coming from the left side, now we're moving into the middle. Another person is in, by the way, Steph, uh, Stefan Ustakio. What he did to Kevin De Bruyne. Oh my God. Speaking bro. of Kevin De Bruyne, had a very horrible game. Jeez. Um, he got an assist. But yeah, he, he got an horrible, assist. But, that, but, that's, but that's Kevin that, De Bruyne. That's De Bruyne. Yeah. He, will, he, will have a, he may have put up a stinker and then and he will still one, get one moment of brilliance, right? That's it, right? So basically, well, yeah. Stefan Ustakio, and they were like really working the ball out. So when 
But the thing is, they're missing the guy on that right side. It's not even that. Let me let us cut this short, man. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. You mentioned the final pass. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Look, uh, here's my my quick review: is Kara play great? Yeah. But we were not good enough because we lack high IQ football. Mm-hmm. That is it. I was that was what I was freaking out about. Yeah. And and I came into this game not expecting anything. I called it that. Belgium was going to win. Mm-hmm. I called it that they were going to do it. I yeah. didn't see Canada winning this game. And in the we, end... We both called it. We said and, and, it yes. happened like that. And in the end, you know, uh, it, it came to pass that yeah. Canada lost. Yeah. But the real quick thing here, guys, is uh, Canada should have scored two. Yeah. Easily scored two, two, regardless of penalty. Mm-hmm. Or not even scored two, because Thibaut Courtois is a very good goalie. Oh my God, he helped. Right? He, he but, showed his class. Yeah, but maybe not even that, but at least... Got, created two guilt edge opportunities yeah. that I can guarantee you they would have scored, scored one. Yeah, at least. But we were not making it. I don't know what it was in their heads. Like, oh, this is my chance to make history. Yeah. So I'm not going to pass it over to so the So I'm going to smash right. this ball. And that's why this, there was 21 shots yes. to Belgium's nine. Exactly. Because people, some people, a lot of people were taking wayward shots when they should have been passing the ball. Yeah. It's like in the second half, they all forgot about teamwork. And they just decided... I want the limelight at this point. I we need that goal. We yeah. need that goal. But it's just it takes one person, I mean somebody at the sideline to say, "Hey, it doesn't take one person because I, these players have low football IQ. IQ. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can say whatever you want on the sidelines, but a player will always be a player on the football pitch. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the issue with teams like this. Yeah. We are seeing this problem not only with uh, Canada, with Africa. Well, African teams are playing shit, like mm. re- horribly shit. For yeah. some, for some of them, Tunisia yeah. actually tried, which surprisingly tried, mm-hmm. and Morocco were kind of catching up on what they're doing right now. But overall, Canada just played with low football IQ. They took everything over to the uh, to the final third. They didn't finish. Yeah. And then the other thing too, I actually before we we jump over to why we lost here, um, is. I also want to call out one real quick thing. We took a lot of risks, which was good, which mm-hmm. was great. But we also let loose Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne had one of his worst games mm-hmm. I have seen. But when it comes to his movement, when it comes to where he was on the pitch, mm-hmm. he found the open little pockets yeah. that we were vacating and was receiving the ball. Eventually... Creating opportunities for his team. Mm-hmm. Now, how did he have a bad game? He made a lot of shit decisions. That yeah. was what killed him. But he was still finding these spaces. I'm like, how are you guys li- leaving one of the best midfielders in the world? Mm-hmm. How are you guys leaving this guy free so he can do whatever he wants to do? Yeah, We didn't do well. That, that was one of the... Because I'm like, if we do this to Croatia, they have three players in the middle of the park that will absolutely kill you for that. Mm-hmm. Modric... Give him space. Just watch what he's going to do. Yeah. And I think that this, a lot of people are allowing the Canadian performance. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big problem that the team needs to watch out for moving on to the next game. Right. And then the final thing, too, as well, to cover, and as we get on to what didn't work, that defense, man. What the hell was that? Japan did this against us. We didn't learn from this. Yeah. Ball through the middle, two between the center backs. And both of them are like... They just watched it. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then Milan Boyan, I told you, I said, if it's going to come down to it, it is the goalkeeper that will 
he was caught like he was either like sitting back or not coming out too early like mm-hmm. he just didn't know because last time yeah he came out too early they scored this time he was like a little bit hesitant boom they mm-hmm. scored the goal so I, I'm not impressed I really wasn't impressed by this uh, Canadian uh, defense mm-hmm. I, I really think Croatia will will be alive against mm-hmm. them uh, maybe not Morocco, but Croatia will be. Yeah. So something to look out for, especially after what John Hudman said, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he wasn't being rude to them or anything. He's just trying to but get his. He's team trying fired to get them fired up, up. Yeah. but that's that's the way it is. And yeah. I know Modric. The moment he hears that, yeah. something as simple as it's coming home was pissing off the Croatians, mm-hmm. and they ended up fucking slapping uh, the English team yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine, imagine Canada. So. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Look, maybe this is what is needed to rile the players up and mm-hmm. rally them and get them behind and go fighting and go yeah. winning. Um, but the, the, the guys have to step up, man. Mm-hmm. I, I really think we got away with one, even though, yes, we won. I thought, like, we played great. I thought for they surprised all of us. Yeah. But I don't think it would be enough against uh, uh, a forceful Croatian, Croatian side. side. Yeah. yeah. Especially if their quality is all there that day. Right. Absolutely. So that's going to be a, a different thing for us. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, Croatia um, tied 0-0 with Morocco. That's it. We're not covering any more of that. It yeah. was we're, we're watching the first half. So far, it's been boring. boring. The second half, we're going to see how it looks. I heard it picked up, but once again, no goals. Uh, I don't know about this World Cup, man. There's been some... A lot of... T- I, think, I think what's uh, happening is like a lot of teams are kind of just like... They are... Managing the game, yeah, the, the first game. They're managing the tournament. Yeah, they're managing it because they they're just trying to hang in there. Yeah, because if Canada tied that game against Belgium, mm-hmm. it's all it's all to live for yeah. for the next two games, right? Yeah. But it looks like, bro. To be honest, looking at this group right now, it's looking like the the person who wins it might end up with five points, or maybe that's four. what I'm saying, I, yeah. and that's why I really think Croatia, Morocco mm-hmm. are the teams that are gonna get out of this group. I don't know why, and they and Morocco may just shit the bed against Belgium, yeah, right. But I absolutely feel in my heart of hearts that Croatia, Morocco are the teams to beat, and they just like you can see so far they're canceling each other out mm-hmm. in the first half of this game. Yeah, um, I, but, I honestly think it's still Belgium, man. I think it's Belgium, and you're, actually, you're right. You're like I, I feel like this is the group of death. I think it's it's gonna be Belgium. And it's going to be Canada, bro. Like honestly, I I don't I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I actually think this group is so open mm-hmm. that literally any of those teams can make it. Yeah. But I just feel like Croatia just has that experience, and they're going to come strong against Canada and uh, Morocco. Ca- has and Morocco. Morocco has the the fight, the battle, the flair, mm-hmm. and the, the surprise mm-hmm. to just maybe like you saw how shit Belgium were. Like yeah. imagine if they put up that stinker again mm-hmm. and Morocco take advantage, right? Yeah, what's, well, maybe going, they on don't. what's going on with Belgium anyway? Um, Belgium are old. They're tired. Uh, they've just hit, uh, they've, they've hit, they've hit the, the time to put in their two weeks. Their golden generation is finished, is done. They don't have a good transition for their younger players. I mean, they got players. They the got some like... players, but their center backs are still out of the wild. I don't know where he plays at now. And Jan Vertogen, who plays with Benfica, mm-hmm. out of the spotlight. Yeah. Um, I saw Thomas Munier come in. Yeah. This guy was good four years ago. Like, he's with Dortmund now. There's, some, knows what there's, some, other, there's some other, like, defenders that are not in like there. Like who? Um, what's his name? Dene. 
Uh, the net is not good. I don't even know where he plays. Uh, Jason Odenje. I think I th- wasn't he play with Leon? Leon the last time I checked, and I haven't seen him play for Leon since. Mm. Um, they don't have players, bro. Uh, Hazard came in, did his cameo, pieced out. Yeah. What happened to Thorgan, his brother? Thorgan has been injured uh, in, in Dortmund, but he's just he's he's still in he's trying to, trying to come back, yeah, but, but it's too late. Pick him up, yeah. Right? So. Um, they play with Axel Wilson in the middle, yeah. dude. Axel Wilson, 30, 32, 32, 33. Yeah. He can't run. He's gas. He's, he's tired. Not, he's no longer in Dortmund, too. right? He's not a spring chicken anymore. Mm-hmm. He's he's with uh, Atletico, and they're not having the greatest of seasons. Yeah, they need some serious. Kevin advantage. Kevin De Bruyne is the only good player on that team, and Kevin De Bruyne. If Kevin De Bruyne looks bad, he looks bad, dude. Yeah. If he picks it up next game, absolutely, I think they're gonna be. Yeah, but I I have a feeling that Kevin De Bruyne himself, the way I'm seeing seeing with City teams, mm-hmm. right? City players in other teams right now, the only City player that has stood up in this World Cup is Rodri. Yeah, the rest of them have been like, oh maybe Manuel Akanji, but the rest of them have been like, mm, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right, we'll jump right over to the next part here. We're gonna talk about Brazil versus Serbia. This game happened today. Um, I think we've arguably seen the goal of the tournament. Yeah, the the goal of the tournament, man. Yeah, with Carlison. Um, prior to this, uh, prior to his goal, mm-hmm. there was an argument. Uh, not an argument, a discussion in our group chat. Mm-hmm. And one, an Arsenal fan, Par. I'm gonna call him out. Par. He's a uh, very, very, um, um, you know, uh, well acquainted uh, with myself, and I, I consider him a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I hope he considers me a friend too. But anyway, <laughs> we were we were kind of having a chat, and he mentioned that um, he thought Gabriel Jesus should have been starting this game. Now, my argument was, I can see that because the way I coach, mm-hmm. I have a bias to strikers who disrupt, cause chaos. Yeah. They're putting, rubbing themselves against every bloody defender, mm-hmm. nuisance. They don't stop running. But that just, doesn't, does, doesn't that sound like Ricarlison? In a way, but not all the time. The, I feel the, like the, Ever, the Everton Ricarlison. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the Ricarlison that we saw today mm-hmm. wasn't doing a lot of that mm. because the rest of Brazil were doing a lot of that. And mm-hmm. that was my argument was like, well, yeah, you can be a nuisance, but then if you win the ball yeah. and then. Who who goes into the striking area for for you for you? Mm-hmm. Who uh, substitutes and gets gets in, into position to yeah. get the goals? Yeah, who's that focal point? Who's that focal point? Yeah, and he ended up. Um, he was like, "Well, I I think he's a, you know he's kind of a pylon." I said, "Okay, he's he's sort of a pylon." What does he mean by a pylon? As in, he's not he's stationary? as mobile, right? Oh, okay, okay. I was like, "Yeah, he's kind of a pylon," but I think this is what Brazil needs. I don't think it's a matter of what we think should happen, yeah. I think it's a matter of what Brazil yeah. wants to that happen. Ma- that manager is smart as fuck, bro. Teach is, is a yeah. very good manager. Yeah. Um, so, and then all of a sudden, as soon as he said that, boom, Ricardoson popped in mm-hmm. and uh, did his thing. Scored his goal. Poacher's goal. Pew. Nice goal. I th- I thought the first goal. I thought it was nice because. Most people will miss that. I yeah, think yeah. I, I, and my the argument ball was spinning away from me. Yeah, right? my argument was like Gabriel Jesus will not even be there to score that because yeah. he will be all over the place chasing balls left, right, and center. And he will miss that, and you miss that opportunity. But because Ricardison is doing his job, he's staying in the pocket, mm-hmm. he's waiting for his chance. Yeah, it will come. Yeah, he got his goal. 
Yeah, especially in a game where Serbia was just frustrating the hell out oh, of man. Brazil. Serbian defenders, man. Those boys were big, strong, like... They were going in for oh everything. Oh, my goodness. You touched anything, they felt like they're going to chop off your whole limbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the second goal. How did you see that second goal, man? Man, that was beautiful. If you look at, if you look at what was happening in this game, majority of what was happening was Neymar, right? Neymar, Vinicius, Ricarlison. Neymar, Vinicius, Ricarlison. Two goals from them. Neymar, Vinicius, Ricarlison. Second goal, Neymar passes the ball to Vinicius. Vinicius sends the ball over. Ricarlison lifts it, smash it, go. Yeah. Right? Those three were very, like, instrumental in this entire win, right? But then, after after that, that goal was special. That goal was absolutely special. To best, do that... That's goal of the tournament, man. Yeah, to do that in, 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 a, in, a, in, in, a, in a game like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in a World, Cup, a, game. In a World Cup game. Like, you're at the World Cup stage. They are watching you. The whole world is watching you. And literally, you pulled that off. It was ah, kudos, beautiful. Man. It was beautiful. It was, it was amazing. Golasso. I, I, I loved it. And yeah. it, the, the goal really... I mean, Brazil were building up in confidence mm-hmm. at that point, right? Like, the first half was a bit cagey yeah. affair. Second tight. half, they decided to let loose a little bit. Second half, I don't think it's a matter of letting loose. I think Serbia finally, they started to understand the yeah. holes that mm-hmm. Serbia were giving them. Yeah. And I think Neymar started to clean up a little bit of his game. Neymar was frustrating. Look, I'm just going to say, the PSG boys have been frustrating to watch. Yeah, yeah. Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar, all three of them, it's like they feel like they're playing against AC Ajaccio or, yeah. or Toulouse or, or Toulouse. You know, fuck, like, you know, Strasbourg or yeah. something. They honestly do not. They do not look. Was I my brother in the toilet? That's hilarious. Because he came in, came in late. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they do not, they um, do not look good this tournament so mm-hmm. far. Mbappe has been playing garbage. He, then he somehow got an assist, got a goal, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's just how good he is. Yeah. But you look at their games, especially in Neymar. I was like, Neymar, there's so much waste. Yeah, He's trying to dribble through three. Dude, have you seen the guys you're trying to dribble through? Mm-hmm. And I get it. Look, I think sometimes when people listen to me talk about players who take people on and yeah. be like, man, this guy is anti-football. <laughs> Bro, that's not the case. I love dribblers. Yeah. I absolutely love dribblers, but, right but it has to be effective. Mm-hmm. If a dribbler is just a guy who just keeps losing the ball and then they just keep taking and running it back, yeah. or you're killing the uh, the, attack the attack and the threat yeah. of the attack, mm-hmm. you're not a dribbler now. You're just a useless player. You're you need nuisance. to get off the pitch. Yeah, and eventually, he got an injury. Mm-hmm. He got a fucking injury. Now, that injury was unlucky. It was a nasty ankle sprain. Um, we've seen pictures of the ankle. Mm-hmm. My God, man. I, I was like, if this guy does not clean up, I was saying this in my head. It's like, if this guy doesn't clean up what is happening, he is going to get injured. He's the most foul player. Yeah. Why? Because he loves to take people on um, yeah. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Just reset, move into position. You're a much more deadlier player mm-hmm. in the final third than any person right now. Yeah. I was so frustrated, man. And, and in a way, this may, this, I mean, I don't like injuries on any player. But this may be a good thing for Brazil because I feel like Rodrigo coming in, he wasn't that much better. Yeah. But I think that he will understand like, hey, I need to be a lot more mm-hmm. tidier, cleaner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's touch on on after you know the fact that they scored the two goals. They started becoming really wasteful. 
but they the the, the, were, the attack became more potent. It gave because because uh, Serbians yeah. pushed a little bit more. Yeah, because they wanted to get yeah. something at that point, and so they started opening up all the spaces. Casemiro hit the post. Um, who else hit the post? I Alexandro hit the Sandro, post. Yeah. And like uh, Fred even had like a good game too, man. Like yeah, came he in had, there, did he his had thing. a shot. He was okay. Yeah. Rodrigo missed a lot of a lot of shots, like three, four shots. Rodrigo. Yeah. Um, he's gotta he's gotta hit those like below the dude. Below they will, they will catch form, man. Right? I, I I smell this Brazilian team right yeah. now. Like, Casimiro hitting the post was like this team is is almost awakening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're just they're still sleeping. Yeah. They're almost awakening. Mm-hmm. And the moment they fully awaken. The whole world needs to watch out. Yeah, Brazil so, twenty twenty two, baby. You think so? Oh yeah. You think Brazil is winning it? I I think I I we're gonna talk about who we think is gonna take this whole thing, uh-huh. but I'm I'm getting close to almost uh, giving it to them because this Serbian team was no joke. Yeah, the Serbian team was. They were no joke. If this was like okay, you know, um, Spain Costa Rica, mm-hmm. which maybe we'll quickly touch on, but this was Spain Costa Rica. And Costa Rica, uh, like, held them to two nothing. I'd be like, yeah, Brazil. Mm-mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if this was this is Brazil, Serbia. So that Serbian team, it's not a joke team. Yeah, they don't have stars, but everybody works so well together. Yeah. So I think everybody needs to be careful. Yeah. Serbia is gonna be another good team in this thing too. I think they they might go on to win their next couple of games. To be honest. Yeah, they they could. That right. Cameroonian side didn't look too hot either. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they should have they should have scored. But they uh, they maybe, messed it they up. They didn't create enough chances, bro. Uh, maybe 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 they might do something. But Swiss the the Swiss doing that was uh, quite nasty to them. Yeah. All right. Um. So we've covered Brazil, Brazil, uh, Neymar's injury, and all of that. Um, Portugal. We're gonna go over to no, not Portugal. Portugal comes later, man. <laughs> Let's talk about Japan, Germany. Oh God. Oh yeah. <sighs> What's going on with Germany, man? We're still good, to be honest. Like this game was, um, this game was was awesome, bro. To be honest, like it was very, it was it was such a good watch, you know. Um, it was. It was Germany, like the way they still attack, man. The the way they still attack. But the thing is, like when they're getting ca- countered, right? It's like how do you respond on the counter, especially if somebody's moving through the freaking width, right? How are you gonna get there? Right, uh, Rudy guy with his trolling on, on that. Uh, <laughs> Look, I, I know a lot of people were freaking out about it, and he looks stupid now. But that that's lost. His, that's his personality. But that's his exactly like Rudy guy is the guy who scored a screamer, did yeah. his mouth like an ape, yeah. and the next minute they fucking lost. Yeah. Look, this is him. <laughs> you you take the good and the bad with Rudy mm-hmm. Um, and those go like he's playing with a bomb, bro. Oh my God. I'm sorry, Schlotter Burke as a center back. Why don't you okay? Nicholas Schul is not is not a good center back. I don't think no, he's no, not no. the greatest, but at least he's better than Schlotterbeck as a Schlotterbeck, uh, Schlotterbeck or whatever. But, as a but Schlotterbeck and um, what do you call it in in Dortmund has been pretty solid. It does not matter. Play Schul as the center back. Just play it through Schul. Schul doesn't have pace. Why yeah. are you playing him as a right back? That's true. <laughs> right? Like why are you playing it? Don't you guys have other right backs that can play there? Man, uh, Hansi, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna believe in Hansi, bro. Hansi, Hansi, Hansi is coaching like a bald dude. Yeah. This is what bald dudes do. We overthink things, you know. We are looking at the game and we're like, oh, well, what I think this is what should happen, mm-hmm. bro. Just play the right players mm-hmm. at the right position. 
the personnel is critical. At the end of the day, football comes down to personnel. Yeah. If you don't have the right personnel in the right places, forget it. It's I would say forget it. You may fluke to a win, mm-hmm. but I you you would definitely increase your chances of failure. Yeah. And as he he just was like, what is he doing? And then you got Musiala there. Okay, great. Who was the right winger again? Okay, Serge, Serge Gnabry. Great, that's fine. But Serge Gnabry can also play as a striker. Mm-hmm. And then you're playing Pipe Pavets in there. What in the fuck? What did you just call him? Oh, don't worry about Piper. it. Pipe Pavets. You're playing Pipe Pavets in there. Yeah. Why? I don't know what is up with all these, uh, all these, all these managers deciding that Kai Havertz is a striker. He's not a striker. Maybe, maybe he is, he is. He is a number ten. You guys can't play him as a striker. You have to play him as a ten. Who was playing number ten for you guys anyway? I think it was Gondo. Gondo, Gondo, no, no, he, he was deep with Kimmich, and uh, you know what? Let's put this. There up was right also now. another. Why am I forgetting? So Musiala was off the left. Mm-hmm. You had Havertz in the center. And then on the right, you have Gnabry. Oh, Muller. Muller was in. Muller, yeah. Was sort, he wasn't a really a 10. He was a Ram de Tour. That's, like, that's, uh, that's his usual yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. But he wasn't really like a full-on 10. Yeah. Oh, oh, you can play Muller as a striker. Yeah, yeah. For fuck's sake, Play Muller as a striker and then have Havertz and Muller keep interchanging. If they, no, if no, they no, need. No, no. Take Havertz out, bro. No, you got to play him as a 10. No. You have to play him as a 10. Take Havertz out. Don't play Havertz at all. I'm sorry, this guy is woefully out of form right now. Like, it's, look, you know me, right? I'll always be like, okay, you know what? Havertz is not that bad. I don't mind him playing as a striker. He scored, but he was outside. He needs to score his goals. See, he scored, but he was outside. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, Havertz is out of form. He is woefully, it is well documented that this guy right now is struggling. Yeah. Everywhere he's playing, he's struggling. Like, Mm -hmm. something is off with him. He's cut his hair. He's uh, stopped sharing pictures of his dogs on social media. <laughs> He's like really trying to like bring it together. Yeah. But he is absolutely fucking struggling. Why are you playing him there? Yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, so Gondo. And we, you know, we got the penalty, right? We scored off a penalty again. Right, Bro, I don't. We don't need the play by play. We man. need, we need, we oh, need no, more we open play goals. Yeah, man. we don't just. Need more open yeah, play just goals. summarize it, man. Right? You, you, you guys need to do better than what you're doing right now. Yeah, we need, we need like, finishers. Number one, we need to finish the chances because if we don't finish the chances, there's no way we're winning the games, bruv. There ain't no way we're winning the games. And then look at who's on the bench. Yeah, honestly, this bench does not strike me with that much confidence. Either. Yeah. The only person I look at this bench and I'm like, okay, maybe he can do something. Karim, Karim Adeyemi, or maybe even Mukoko. But Mukoko came on and I was like, mm, he's 50-50. Yeah. He has a lot of energy. I'm, su- only, I'm, I'm the, actually surprised they didn't call up uh, Timo Werner. No, no, no. He's injured. He's injured. He's injured. Yeah. The only, the only person that uh, I felt looked decent all mm-hmm. throughout this game was Musiala. Yeah, but then he took him off. And then he took him off. Yeah, Musiala was creating so many chances. Um, he, but Musi Musi loves to take people on, man. He's almost like, in a sense, a Neymar guy. You know? Yeah, what I mean? he does. But he's effective. Yeah, he takes you on. But I wouldn't say he's he's that much effective because we didn't score no goals. No, right? no, as in, but he's I effective love, in the dribble. Yeah, he's effective that he would, he would get yes. there. 
But if, he, I think not, we just need maybe one more pass. If not, if not, just play Sunny there right? with his experience. Yeah. And play Karima Demi on the right. And then play Gnabry as your striker. You can keep Muller, you can keep Kimi, mm -hmm. you can keep Gundogan. But I feel like you guys would get much more uh effectiveness with your striking uh at uh, you know, yeah. lineup. But yeah, man, we, we outplayed them. We really did outplay them and then the Japan struck, right? Yeah. And when Japan strikes, Japan strikes hard. They <laughs> strike twice. Look, the ja the Japanese lightning. They they came out of that Canadian game. I saw them. They moved the ball well. So, they were very technical. But mm -hmm. once the, the can our Canadian teams started pressing them, they were scared. Mm -hmm. um, they literally didn't have an answer for the press. Yeah. Fast forward, this game, they were on the backside mm -hmm. because Germany now were the ones taking the initiative. Impressive, yeah. And then eventually they were like oh shoot we're down one nothing so yeah. we're gonna re recuperate figure out stuff and then they came back they now started to do what can the canadians were doing in germany mm -hmm. and all of a sudden that back line of sula mm -hmm. rudiger schlotterbeck and rom were starting to look shaky. shaky they they didn't look confident enough like maybe rudiger was the only one but schlotterbeck and uh, sula yeah i was like what is going on sula and then defensively when mm -hmm. they when they went out put under the pressure the, the the Japanese had the football, putting them under pressure, really making the right moves, yeah. the right passes, the right plays, high IQ football. Nicholas Schuler did one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen a, a defender, not even a center back, a defender in general do. He took that shot from that from that area. No, it's not even that, bro. Look at the defensive positioning for the goal that yeah. they scored. The first one, I was just like, what is he doing? You don't give the guy the inside. You take the inside and you yeah. force him outside around mm -hmm. you. Oh man, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not crying for Germany because look, I'm, I'm, I mean, at the end of the day, you yeah. guys get out the better for for any of the teams that I, I'm rooting for. Yeah. But I just was like, how is this basic mistakes? Mm -hmm. You guys making these mistakes? Yeah, it was fucked up. But uh, now we have to play Spain. Yes. And that, that's going to be a good game. That Spanish game is going to be a hot game. I think yeah. it's a difference in styles. But I think I think Germany is but well equipped to win this. I think, I think Germany has the effectiveness mm -hmm. of the style to match from the forward line. Yeah. But I think the Germany's back. defense is where you guys will feel pain mm -hmm. because that Spanish team will rip you open. Yeah. And now, the other thing too I love about this matchup, Musiala versus my Gavi. boy Gavi, baby. Yo. Gavi is fucking sick. Bro. That kid is sick. Mr. No, Mr. No Shoelace. I love that kid. He is phenomenal. Oh, because Luis Enrique tied it for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to make sure he's like, Gavi, he put it to the market. What that tell so me what that means? Yeah, you basically you people that are in Spanish <laughs> listening to this right now, tell me if you yeah. said that correctly. You basically said, "I'll tie your shoes for you." <laughs> you gonna ask Gabby before you started speaking? Oh, I should have, man. Uh, my Spanish is horrible. Uh, that's one of my my own personal goals is to learn Spanish this year. You have to. Your um, wife is Spanish. I don't have to, but I want to learn it. Uh, but honestly. The Spanish played the best football I have seen this tournament. Mm -hmm. Absolutely demolished, demolished uh, Costa Rica. Yeah. Costa Rica had nothing. Yeah, that was a wrap, man. 
to be honest. Um, they were just they were just toying with them. Dude. This is like child's play, dude. And one of the biggest criticisms for the Spanish is they have no attacking threat. Yeah, they have all the midfielders. All their plays are so similar. They would, they would keep the ball for. Um, is that a hernia? Did he just tear his abdominal muscle? Ew. Um, so they they will they will keep. Yeah, I think it's a hernia or mm-hmm. an abdominal tear. But anyway, they they would keep the ball and keep the ball and keep the ball and keep the ball. No, not this time. They kept the ball and they absolutely Smashed found them. the holes and ripped them up. Now Costa Rica didn't cover themselves in glory. They looked bad. Dude. Yeah, they look gar- they look real garbage. I want to see I want to see Spain do this against a, a good a good country now. I I I I think everybody will be surprised. Look, I I picked Spain as my as the team that everybody forgot about. The dark horse. The my dark horse. Yeah. Because everybody seems to have forgotten about Spain. It's mm-hmm. like Spain don't exist anymore, but against the right teams. The Spanish will find a way. Yeah. And I think the only team that can really mess them up, and they did this last last year in the Euro 2021 tournament, um, was Italy. Mm-hmm. Italy's not here anymore, no, guys. No. Right? This Spanish team is well equipped to rip you apart. Yeah. They will one of the one of the key changes that I loved from Luis Enrique that he did was he pulled he pushed Rodri mm-hmm. all the way back to center back. Yeah. And I was like, why is he doing that? And then he has Sergio Busquets as a center mid. I'm like, eh, Sergio Busquets is no spring chicken anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember Sergio Busquets ripping up Manchester United. And in fact... But now you watch him in Barca. He, he, he's one of the guys that that changed the way I view him, Xavi and Iniesta, mm-hmm. changed the way I view football. Yeah, Those guys, after what they did, we learned like football is not the way we, we, we played it. It's mm-hmm. not just kick, run, sprint, get into open space. No, it's no. like you actually have to... Possession is key. Yeah. Uh, and you could play it anyhow. I appreciate other styles because that's just the way we grew up watching football. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they showed the blueprint for everybody on how to do it. Yeah. And when I saw Sergio, I was like, man, it's like a throwback to 2012, 2008, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. Sorry, he wasn't in 2008. I think that was um, oh, Marco Senna. Marco mm-hmm. Senna was the... Was it Marco Senna? I hope I'm not making a mistake, but anyway, uh, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. Um, uh, uh, he wasn't there, but he was. I think in 2012, 2010, I think he was there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but but this was a big throwback, and seeing what they were doing, but this time with Gavi and Pedri on both sides. Yeah. My God, my God, these boys are so good. Spanish yeah. are so good. Yeah, they are. They're very good. Um, they're good enough to take you to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I've, seen, I've seen the memes. Yeah, but as 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 people like where to, they take them this this year, as people like to say, cry more, cry now, cry later. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If that's a, I don't know. <laughs> keep crying. I don't know if that's, that's a real pa- quote. Pablo Gavi. I don't know if it's a real quote. I think it's a bullshit quote. Yeah, but uh, we will see, man. I will love. I I honestly. Um, I really think Brazil really are the ones that have shown me that they can do it. Mm. But I think that... I don't know, man. I, I, I st- think I the still, Spanish... I still think Brazil won't win it, bro. I mean, they cannot win it. I mean, they may, sorry, not they cannot, but they might not they win might it. Not, yeah. But I think it's... They look, I think, they look I think, very I think, equipped. I think the two teams right yeah. now that show me that, like, hey, we can take this all the way mm-hmm. is Spain and Brazil. Yeah. Spain and Brazil. Um, all right. Uh, let's uh, move on. So... One one quick thing I wanted to 
call out uh, real real quick here. So the Germany Germans they protested. They mm-hmm. covered their mouth. Yeah. Um. What do you think about that? They're gonna do whatever they want to do. Their their federation already has their plan, right? But here they, they want to sue FIFA now. Yeah, they we're here for football at the end of the day. Um, we spoke about this for in the first uh, in the first episode, yeah. right? In the second episode too. So um, I'm not really gonna touch too much on this. I'm just gonna say that once everybody's here, it's football, right? If you guys want to make your statements, you guys are still gonna make your statements. Nobody's gonna stop you from making your statements, right? But, well, it seems like FIFA stopped people from making a statement. They stopped these guys from wearing the love on their yeah, yeah, FIFA, uh, Belgium. But, but they only did that because of what Qatar wanted, right? So they decided, hey, we're gonna not. But is but but they're not they're not wearing they're not they're not wearing this stuff for <laughs> uh, uh, what they call it. Like it doesn't matter what Qatar thinks. Right at the end of the day, they're trying to make a statement. Yeah, look, I'm because just, they wanted the 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 the, the rainbow I, colored. Uh, uh, yeah, well, it's not bands. even no. They weren't the one love on the, under under their shirts. Belgium wanted that under their shirts, and okay. then Germany wanted one love on their armbands mm-hmm. with England and all that. Yeah, yeah. Look, I know what you're saying. We're all here for football, and I get it. Yeah. But I'm also going to say one thing. Yes, we're all here for football. But there's also the humanity aspect. There's humanity, yes, 100%. But, yeah. but before even I get to that, mm-hmm. before even I even think of that, I have beef. I have big beef right now with all these teams. And I'll tell you why. A lot of people, so on one of the podcasts that I listen to, The Guardian Weekly, I love the podcast. I love the guys on there, Max Rushton, mm-hmm. um, Barry Glendening. These guys, I love the way they do their pods. And they're really, really, really good people. Yeah. They're genuinely good people. They care about the world. They care about, you know, LGBTQ plus rights. They yeah, care yeah. about uh, the migrant workers that were impacted, the women in Qatar. They did a full coverage session. Mm-hmm. But one thing they said uh, they took offense to, and Barry took offense to, was how people are criticizing the fact that these guys, like journalists, are going out there mm-hmm. and they're covering this and they're protesting and they're speaking up against some of the things, the... the Injustices, let's yeah, call yeah. it that. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm gonna quickly say this, and I'm gonna say it here. Uh, for me and this whole thing, I agree when people say, "Look, why are you going then?" Mm-hmm. Here, and hear me out. I get where people say, "Oh, we have to cover it. We have to make our statement there. Yeah. We have to call out all these issues." Yeah. I get it. I hundred percent get it. But I'll tell you, all this stuff is what I what everybody calls virtual uh, virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. You go over to this location, you make a noise, you make an uproar, and then you forget them. Yeah. After the World Cup, nobody's going to remember these guys. Yeah. Are you going to are you guys going to still protest for Qatar? Mm. Are you guys still going to speak up for the people who are they won't. struggling there? That's they my won't. thing. And then yeah. the other thing I'm going to also call out, the other thing I'm going to call out, silence speaks louder yeah. than when people bark. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Imagine if Germany now said, "Look, this World Cup is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Fuck FIFA. Uh, we are not, out. Yeah, we're not. We're not just imagine the statement. They call up England. Hey, England, you guys have to back this. Yeah, yeah. We are revolting. We're going against FIFA. Mm-hmm. The stuff these fuckers are doing is bullshit. Yeah. It cannot keep happening. We are going to fight the power. We're going to fight it in our own way. Yeah. And if we're going to fucking go all the way to court, we're going to go to court. And yeah. you know what? We're going to threaten them mm-hmm. with a new federation. Yeah. FIFA will balk yeah. because they they're not gonna 
Imagine if all Europe said, we're not attending. Yeah, exactly. You guys fucking stay there. It's done. It's done. It's done. What, what are we going to watch? We're going to watch uh, uh, only South America versus Asia and Africa? <laughs> and, and, and CAF? Well, forget even CAF, too. Yeah. The States. Canada. Yeah. Mexico, <laughs> Mexicans, <laughs> those guys, man, they maybe they're not going to be included. They're thinking gay, uh, no, not gay, but like homophobic chants and, and stuff. Yeah, they were, they were. But they have a lot of, of of that over there in Mexico. No, no, there was, <laughs> was their chants, they had to say, hey guys, stop singing these chants, be respectful. Mexicans might not, like, <laughs> <laughs> they might not, they might want to participate, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'll just say, right, like, so just imagine for mm-hmm. a second, right, if Germany says we out. Yeah. Because guess what's happening now? Denmark is saying, we're, we're looking at pulling out a FIFA federation yeah. right now. Yeah. Denmark is looking at pulling out. Mm-hmm. Germany is looking at suing FIFA. Guys, fucking just stop it. Yeah. Call it a day and just say, we are pulling out. We're creating our new fucking like, thing. The International Football Federation. FIFA will, will call you up. Yo, okay, guys, um, we're not going to award this to any mm-hmm. person that we... Be, why? Because they need your players there. Yeah, exactly. They need your players there. Yeah. If Italy tomorrow said, nah, we ain't doing this no more. Mm-hmm. Germany, nope, we're not doing England, nope, we're not doing it. Belgium, nope. Dutch. Who's gonna play then? Yeah, FIFA will be forced to listen to demands. FIFA will come to the table. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys wanna do deals? Okay, go do deals with CAF then. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, some other countries like, I'm sure Korea will probably be like, Yeah, you know what? Let's stand up for these guys' rights a bit. Yeah. You know? Um, Japan. You know what? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, we wanna be wanna participate, but this ain't the World Cup if we're going to be playing like all these bumfuck teams out mm-hmm. here, right? I don't think South Americans are going to do anything. Yeah. I don't think uh, some of the other Asian countries would do anything. Yeah. Simply the World um, Cup will lose its value. It loses value. Mm-hmm. And I think this is there's no bigger time than to make a statement, but by keeping quiet mm-hmm. and just not turning up. Yeah. Not Don't cover it. They're like, oh, but we have to cover it. We have to call the injustice. Guys, we know there's injustice mm-hmm. there. You don't need to tell me. I fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't show up. Yeah. Say, ah. We, the journalists refuse to... The Guardian newspaper says, no, this World Cup, we ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. This is shady. We don't support FIFA. They're disgusting. Yeah. We're not covering this stuff. They said, fuck it, we're out. No, we're out. Mm-hmm. And then the next one. And then, But you know why they don't want to do it? They're scared. Mm-hmm. They're scared that... Oh, they're gonna revoke our rights. Yeah. They're gonna revoke our opportunities to access. Lose money. You know, yeah, we're gonna lose money. Mm-hmm. People don't want to pay attention to us. That's the reason. Yeah. But if you guys were brave enough, you will stay away from this World Cup. Mm-hmm. Don't watch it. Yeah. Be like, I have a life to leave. It's November. I'm working. I'm doing other things. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go cover the women's uh, UEFA Champions League games. Yeah, yeah. That's still very high up right now. Yeah. There's other leagues that are happening. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go cover. There's the there's the there's the um, League Two mm-hmm. that's happening in England, League, uh, League Two, League Three. I'm gonna go cover those. Mm-hmm. If you guys did that, fucking hell, man! Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, no. Would I tune in? I'd be like, hmm. Do I want to watch uh, Saudi Arabia against Morocco today in the FIFA World Cup? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I really don't think so. So this is a big thing. I think Germany and the rest of all these countries have taken the easy way out. Yeah. They're covering their mouth. Shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. The other thing was, where were you guys when Ozzy told you guys I don't feel uh, German? That's true. That's true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are not thinking of these things. So yeah. this is why I, I get so mad at this stuff. Mm-hmm. This is why I tune in and watch because I'm like, huh, 
I'm I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to close my ears to this stuff. Yeah. But let's be realistic here. Mm-hmm. If you guys ain't gonna do it, why should I punish myself? Right. I love football. Mm-hmm. I want to see the best players play. That's right. I want to see the best teams play. Mm-hmm. Why would I torture myself for a cause that I truly don't believe in? Mm-hmm. But the day you guys, if you truly, truly believe mm-hmm. in something, cause, you will make it. You happen. will make it happen. Yeah. This is why I always criticize United fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want the Glazers out. <laughs> Get them out of here. Mm-hmm. You know. And then the next minute. They're going up, lapping it all up, buying gear, mm-hmm. watching the games, mm-hmm. fucking purchasing uh, 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 food in the in the stadium, making the Glazers richer and richer, mm-hmm. and then they complain the next day. Glazers out. Look, mm-hmm. well, Glazers are gonna go out, but they're gonna be going on a nice fat paycheck of five bill, oh, yeah. um, and they're gonna get their debt paid off, and they're gonna make more money off this thing. You guys fucking funded them. Mm-hmm. I funded them. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, who's Glazering out now? Yeah. Anyway, so that's my that's my big beef with all this stuff. Um, but anyway, I, I think that's it. I know you don't want to talk more about it, but this is it. We'll cover that. And there are probably going to be more weird things that is going to happen. Of course. Um, but once again, if you guys truly, truly believe and you want to help these people out, make sure you keep that same energy after this World, World Cup. Cup. That's yeah. what I got to say. <clears throat> all right. Jumping over to Portugal. Portugal against um, Ghana. This game. Woo! This game was hot. Fun game. I was like, you know, we were like, man. At first, I was like, you know, we want we want Ghana to basically not do anything. But then, as the game started going on, it was like, we want Ghana to win, bro. I I, I mean, I I did not. Uh, I I thought Portugal uh, still Portugal is still my pick right anyway. By the way, to go all the way, uh, to the or final. at least to semi final, not final. Okay, but I wanted Ghana to win this game. Yeah, I I know I've been a hater for yeah. a long time, but I really wanted Ghana to win this. Yeah. But anyway, you go ahead. Yeah, man, they were like they they really stepped up, man. What a, this game they they absolutely just they shit housed it a little bit. Yeah, but they did it in such a way where it was like it was effective. Mm-hmm. It was very effective how they were shit housing them. Every time Portugal would have a break, one guy foul Mourinho way. Just break the transition. One tackle, do it, right? Easily. That's what they kept doing. Kept cutting it, kept cutting it. They kept cutting off the circulation. And basically, it was like, as they're cutting off the circulation, it's like they don't have anything to go off anymore. You know what I mean? So Portugal, you could tell, like, Portugal was getting a little bit frustrated with the way the game was going. Oh, right? they were getting very frustrated. Yeah. And they, these guys had them in a low block. Like, not, not exactly in a low block, but in the mid block at first. And then we transitioned into a low block, depending on how the how the um, the thirds were moving, right? So um, it was a, it was a very good game, man. Ronaldo's penalty, he gets a penalty, he scores. Now he's like that was, guy. Was that a penalty? It was not a penalty. Not in my not in my opinion. I don't think that's a pen because. There is not enough evidence to back that that is a penalty. My question is, right. so look, anytime it comes to penalties, everybody always seems to be like, outside the box, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a penalty. Absolute. I mean, not a penalty. That's a foul. Mm-hmm. In the box, it's like the rules magically change. change. Oh. It didn't happen. The contact needs, yeah. to, be, uh, needs to be much more aggressive. Mm-hmm. It needs to be minimal. Yeah, like if he, if he, uh, 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 I mean, like, the, the, because he he didn't, because yes, even though he would call it outside the box, mm-hmm. would he call it? 
uh, within the box. It's yeah. like they, it has to be something egregious, like something crazy mm -hmm. for, for them to call that. Right. I think it was a 50-50. Mm -hmm. my, my own thing was, once again, I always say this, the player needs to take responsibility here. Like, if if you leave it to the referee, mm -hmm. that's you. Yeah. Ronaldo wasn't going anywhere to go. No. He had no support. In fact, Ronaldo was having a stink of a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 he still ended up with the man of the match, which oh, is kind of weird. Ridiculous. That was. I think ridiculous. I think it's just because he scored. You know, it's the, the same. It's the same thing with De Bruyne too. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. This Budweiser thing is a joke. They're just marketing themselves. That's getting what they're doing. The, yeah. Disgusting. Getting the big names. But yeah, dude. The question was: Was that a penalty? Yeah. And I I personally think it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. If I was a defender. Yeah. But at the same time, as a defender, I won't be chasing Ronaldo. Yeah, Back yeah, yeah. turn, yeah. he's facing the other way. And then trying, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. to like create separation between him and the ball there. Yeah. He, he has his body in between. Yes, I may have gotten a touch, mm -hmm. but then it has to be the neatest touch. The only thing I'll say, I, like, I felt sorry for Ghana, and kind of the same thing you say you can feel sorry for Canada for, there was no review. No. They didn't call him to review yeah, it. No, they just gave it. And said penalty. I think they just wanted him to break the record. I think now. so. I think honestly, it's it, it's it smells like it, right? It literally does smell like it. And this man, it was like, you gotta review that, bro. You yeah. really gotta review yeah. that. There is yeah. no way in hell that that shit is a penalty, bro. But we move. The game continues. Um, Ghana get one one back. They get one back. The first African <sighs> team. And I said this, right? I said this in the group chat. I said this today, and I said. Ghana, my the way Ghana is right now at the beginning of the game, mm. it's set up right now for Ghana to score the first goal for Africa. Yeah, right. And lo and behold, they they do it not just once, but they do it twice. Yeah. Right. Um, the goal was very very cagey. You get the ball stripped up, played through the width, and then the guy lucky luckily gets it through the guy's legs. Danny, Danny Lowe's legs. And he's jumping, 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 jumping. And who's there? Are you? <laughs> yeah, he's there. Gets the goal. Now, um, Otto made one of the worst plays I've ever seen. Why would you take off Kudus when Kudus was doing such an amazing job? Kudus was the best, best attacker. Literally. Literally. Yeah. And not only that, Kudus was also blocking out spaces. Yeah. So whenever those spaces were fucking uh, were vacant... Kudus will go into those spaces, those little pockets, and he will close it out. So what what, what was happening is now he auto decided I'm gonna take off Kudus, I'm gonna take off Ayu, right? He takes. I think Ayu is fine. Ayu is not that good to be honest. Yeah, but yeah, but it's but fine that you could take him off. It's fine to take him off, but you should not take Kudus off. This this just reminded me of when uh, Aston Villa decided, uh, Steven Gerrard decided to take Coutinho off, and then literally. Pep saw that. He's mm. like, Gondawan, go and do your thing. Smell it. Just smell the whole fucking thing. Mm. And literally, Gondawan went and they won that game 3-2 from the win down 2-0. Otto should have not made that change. Kudu should have been that guy that's there. If you got him on that side, right? You got him on that side, it's like he is plucking out those spaces. Yeah. As soon as it's out, I use on the bench, you know, they're celebrating and everything because they got the goal. Kudus is off. And what happens? Through that space again, that ball comes, it goes over to Bruno. But I will, I will, I, I mean, we can say 
uh, Otto having Kudus there would have been great. All of that. I still think in one well, like attack or not because mm-hmm. they still had Ghana still had chances to come back. They did, yeah. They scored the second goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite from, all from the stuff, header, right after the after the yeah, Joe Felix buried it, and yeah. after Rafael Leal buried it. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's the defense. The defense yeah. forgot what they were supposed to do. I think they got carried away by yeah. the goal, and they were like, "We can, we can go for this, mm-hmm. bro." The 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 worst thing you can do to your team when you're facing a guy named Bruno Fernandes is backup. Is not backup. Is to give space yeah. for Bruno Fernandes to operate. The guy had nothing all game. You guys marshaled him out well. All of a sudden, he's back into assists against yeah. you guys. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, really, Ghana just... See, these are the things, right? The fine details here. Mm-hmm. You're up. You've tied the game. Keep it tight. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. The first thing you got to do is keep it tight. Don't worry about the goals now. Mm-hmm. Worry about a solid defensive operation. Yeah. So now, um, after Leal gets his goal, and then Ghana gets their goal, 3-2, the game is coming to the close. <laughs> that was funny. They're playing, they're playing, they're <laughs> playing. And then the goalkeeper makes a crazy blunder. He does not know that the player is behind him. Yeah, right? Pasta. This is what pissed me off. Because fact is, they didn't review the first fucking penalty. The second one, the 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 what's his name? Um, the guy comes from behind after the goalkeeper drops the ball trying to kick it. He comes from behind, he takes the ball, but as soon as he takes the ball, he moves the ball out to the left side and he has his leg around it. What happens? The the Portuguese defender, or whoever the hell that was, comes and kicks him. Like literally yes. kicks him. Yes. I think that's a penalty. I absolutely agree. But they do not review it once again. So it's like, Bro, are I, you trying to sell this game to Portugal? Bro, they, they, want, they want the best team. Look, let me tell you. I don't think they're trying to sell it to Portugal. And I know I want to talk a conspiracy theory here that they want Portugal to go through. Yeah. Uh, they want this to be a Ronaldo sort of tournament type of deal. Uh, or the best players at least type of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody wants to see freaking Ghana versus, I don't know, Brazil next round or some uh-huh. shit, right? They want to see Portugal against like the best teams, More right? More money for them. More money for them. That's the conspiracy theory. Yeah. On the other hand, here's my own theory. This happens to relegation fathers mm-hmm. in the Barclays Premier League yeah. all the time. Yep. The 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 weaker teams always get these problems. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they don't take opportunities when it comes to them. Mm-hmm. And they don't really do enough to to get the results that gets them there. Yeah. Ghana overall didn't show us enough mm-hmm. that deserved the win. Right. Right? But it, based on justice, they should have gotten their opportunities to tie the game or mm-hmm. win the game. Look, it's what it is. At the end of the day, you take your chances. And this brings me over to the next uh, point here. Um, African teams. Yeah. What the fuck is happening, man? Look, African teams, I, I hate listening. I, I, I'm i sorry, guys. Like, some people, who hear, when people hear me, they're probably like, this guy's racist against his own team, <laughs> against his own continent. Look, I'm, I just don't have the blinkers on. I criticize my favorite clubs. Yeah. I, I criticize... My family. Accordingly. I criticize my friends. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I just don't see... I don't, I don't see... I don't see... I don't know. Color, tint, yeah. shade. Yeah, yeah. I don't see any of that shit. All I see is what is in front of me. Mm-hmm. And African teams are stinking up the fucking place. Yeah. If, like, we are the number one to cry. It's like they don't, oh, they don't want to play. It's not even that they don't want to play. 
We are crying. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, please, please give us extra. We deserve extra mm-hmm. teams in the, in the World Cup. Why? Because we have so many countries. My God, we don't. Mm-hmm. If we see more of these shit on there, man, I'm telling you. In fact, 2026 is coming. Yeah. And I, I'm preparing the world. Please, guys, just be prepared to watch a lot of dead rubber shit ass fucking mm-hmm. games. There's some real fucking bad teams out there. Yeah. And, and Africa doesn't seem to be like improving. Mm-hmm. We play a tournament every bloody two years. And this is the best we have to show. You had to take Ghana to show everybody how to score a goal for Africa. That's crazy. And, and they didn't even win. Yeah. They didn't even win. So we've, we've, we've tied two games, mm-hmm. lost the rest of the three. Why are we here? Just to make if up there's, numbers. If there's anything, mm-hmm. give one, take away our spot and give it to Asia. Yeah. Fucking hell, give it to Asia. Because we are fucking, we're a joke. This is so disgusting, man. I, I tune on to watch this shit. And this is the gross shit they're showing us mm-hmm. every time? Like, they, it's like they're scared now. You know, like, it's like they're scared to play. And when it's like, when they come out to play and they, and they actually go out and try to do it, they almost score. Yeah, but they but, don't. But, then, but, but they the, don't finish. They don't. It's not even that they don't finish. They don't try it again. Yeah, they wait. They do it and they drop back. They drop, and they, then it's like we're wait, gonna go then, park that bus again. They, they seed uh, initiative yeah. to the team, and then eventually, then they're like, "Oh, we gotta play catch up." Oh shit, they just yeah. scored. Oh, we gotta. Come on, guys. It's basically, no, no. Uh, the the courage factor is gone, and it's I like just you guys are the fucking. You guys are the the kings. You know what I mean? If you're stepping up here and you're literally like holding it down for Africa, you got to do your job. They're the kings of what? You know? What are they kings of? Because they don't see kings of anything. I I just get so frustrated, man. Look, kudos to Tunisia and kudos to Morocco for at least trying. They didn't score, but kudos to them. And in a way, kudos to Ghana for actually... Tunisia held it down. You know, but uh, yeah, uh, kudos to Ghana in a way for actually like trying eventually, Mm -hmm. but it's not good enough, man. Like, if we're asking for more teams in the World Cup and this is what we're putting up, we're a fucking joke. We're done. We're just, you become that kid that barks all the time, no bite, and then it's just like, Asia doesn't complain. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You never hear Asia come up and say, oh, no. this, this. Asia keeps their mouth shut and, just and then they work. You can see they beat Argentina. Mm-hmm. Nigeria draw, uh, draws Argentina every goddamn time. Yeah. When was the last time we beat them? Right, 1994. Mm-hmm. Like, when was the last time we did something against the team of that caliber? Yeah. Um, and then you go the other way. You have uh, what you call it, um, Saudi Arabia, putting it, putting them to the sword. They mm-hmm. don't back down. They fight them toe to toe, beat them two one. Yeah, they need some luck. They beat them two one. Japan beats Germany. You get Japan beat Germany. These are teams that they were not fancy to play against mm-hmm. or perform against. South Korea even almost you get beat Sa- Uruguay. Yeah, South Korea, tight game, 0-0 against Uruguay. Um, who else? Iran was the only one who didn't really perform, mm-hmm. but they have like um, uh, I mean, things that are going down in their own goals. thing. Right? They scored two goals at least. Right? Yeah. Like Asia is showing themselves every time in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You don't hear peep from them, yeah. but nobody wants to give them extra slots. Oh, because they don't have that many countries in there. I'll give it to them. Mm. Take it away from uh, from Africa and tell them, hey, you guys need to fucking start performing the World Cup. If not, yeah. stop showing up to make up the numbers. Yeah, We're tired yeah. of your shit. Anyway, that's my rant on uh, on uh, Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it looks like that's it. Looks like we've covered most of it. We've got a couple of uh, minutes left. Um, uh, a couple of things we need to cover. We're going to cover, uh, uh, first of all, 
the first round of the week, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, not the week, first oh, round match, is done or matches yeah. are done. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk to chat about how the World Cup has been so far. And we also are going to cover um, Group A all the way to D. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of games coming up. It's going to be kind of quick fire. Yeah. Uh, we'll start off. How's the World Cup been so far from you? Which, which Do you think this World Cup has been good? How, how is it? This World Cup is almost a repeat of last four years, to No, be it's honest. not. No, it's not. I think so. No, absolutely not. You're absolutely wrong on that. <laughs> you know why? Because I did study this shit before I fucking came here. And I knew you, you were going to say some bullshit like this. <laughs> so I, I came prepared. I think, I think it is. Do you, know how many, do you know how many draws there were? Uh, zero, zero draws. Goalless draws they had last uh, uh, World Cup in Russia? There was barely. No, how many? You said there was barely. Do you how, know how many zero, zero draws we've had so far here? A lot. Exactly. Yeah, we've had a lot. Russia had one zero zero draw. Uh, the rest were all goals. The rest, everybody was scoring. Mm-hmm. This World Cup, about three, four zero zero draws. This World Cup, bro, I don't... Look, I, so far I'm rating it a 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Russia 2018 was beautiful. It was absolutely fucking beautiful. Yeah. The teams came out to play. The atmosphere was exciting, electric. Mm-hmm. Bro, it was a World Cup. I I, I called it basically like uh, this, the, it, basically were, a reoccurring event because um, when uh, because of two teams, right? Okay. One is Germany, and one is Argentina, right? Last last four years ago, when when Argentina stepped up in the world stage, they lost their first game, right? Second game. Then they came out and did. Well, you're you're mirroring two teams though. You're not. Yeah, you're I'm, not. You're I'm not mirroring you're not, two you're teams. You're not mirroring like the rest. I'm looking at it from a bird's eye view. Yeah, yeah. And right now, this World Cup ain't doing it. This World Cup is making me wake up early to watch shit matches. There's upsets though. There's upsets, but wasn't there upsets last one you just yeah. mentioned Argentina? That's what I mean. Didn't like, they lose to Iceland? Curry. Argentina lost. Oh, tied to Iceland or something. No, they, they Croatia smashed them three zero. Yeah, Croatia smashed them. They tied against Iceland. Yeah, and then they beat Nigeria. Nigeria, yeah. So, the the Germany they lost they, they all lost. the games, and then they I mean they won their final game. I think two one against Sweden, right? Yeah. So what is it like? They they're just underperforming teams. No, Germany Germany lost their last game. It was against South Korea. South oh, they lost. Yeah, two, but they beat Sweden. I, they right? beat Sweden. Yeah. So. What is it, man? At yeah. the end of the day, those are the only two things. Like, the last World Cup was exciting. There were goals galore. Like, you tuned in. Yeah. Somebody was scoring left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, what I what I noticed in the first in the first bit of this World Cup is people are just managing results, right? Um, I think in the second in the second part of it, we're gonna see some crazy shit, and I think that's where we need to now like focus on right under under because first first round of match days is all it's over now it's like light the fireworks because you a lot of teams are ready uh, with their backs to the wall right so they need to start performing and when they perform then we're gonna see some good shit right okay. so so who's been your outstanding player so far in the world cup and this so far in this world cup uh, i would have to give it to um Stefan Ustak. <laughs> Dude, that guy started to piss me off. For that man, um, he gave Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> I was good. I, like, he, apart from that, he was actually having a shit game. Um, he wasn't playing very well. And I was really mad that they took off Achiba Hutchinson instead of him. I wanted him to go off and then Kony to come in. Or maybe somebody else go off and then make a three in the in the middle, yeah. not a two. 
but if it's Stefano Stacchio, sure. No, Great. I'm, I'm Good kidding. job. I'm kidding. No, bro. It's my boy, man. Come on, man. It's my boy. Who? Who do you think? I don't know who. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> it's my boy, Bullis, eh? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, this I can't, dude, I can't this, wait, I can't wait to see Pulisic against England tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's gonna be fun. This yeah. dude has a hard on for Pulisic. Mm. Um, okay, well, Only because of the criticism he gets, that's why. Yeah, that's why. My, my outstanding player, you know who it is, man. <laughs> Gavi. Oh yeah, Gavi, baby, Gavi. <laughs> oh, Gavi. after what PK did to him and his mom, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's let's not say that. That never happened. But um, that's a thing, you though. know. No, it's not. It's not. It's just people. The internet be stupid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he he has been phenomenal. I just love the way he plays. He plays with so much. He like the, fun. He's he always has his tongue sticking sticking out. out. I just love it, man. Like the. Oh man, he's just so good, man. Yeah, seventeen. Guess, guess, yeah, Where were we when we were seventeen, bro? Definitely not there. Fuck. The kid is so goddamn good. He is so good. He's a joy to watch. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love how he plays with uh, a purpose and energy yeah. to his game. He's a he's a fun he's a fun guy. Mm-hmm. I, I like him a lot, and um, I I hope he continues this. I'm really excited to see Musiala against him. Yeah, no. uh, this is the battle of the Golden Boys. This is where we have to know who's the who's the, who's the real Golden Boy. Yeah. It all comes down to this: yeah. if uh, Musiala beats him, then Musiala takes the title. Because Musiala um, will be coming against, he'll be coming against uh, uh, positions that will be against uh, ah, dude. against Gavi. Bro, I'm telling you, so. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a fun game. I yeah. can't wait to see it. Like, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, and then who... Okay, so after these games, who will win? And what are your prediction updates? Like, so... Who win the World Cup? Who will win the World Cup? And who is going to be in the semifinals? You know, state your top four, if you want to call it that. And then uh, who's going to win it all? In the semis. Are you going to still stick with your... Choice. I don't even know who the fuck your choice was anymore. Like I think you're kind of like eh, wishy washy about it. But I think the first games has given us an idea yeah. of who could possibly do this or mm-hmm. who can't. So who do you think would would, would be there? <laughs> it's looking like France. <laughs> okay, France is gonna win it. Yes. And I ah, can't commit, bruv. Like because I don't want France to win it. <laughs> well, what do you? It's not about but, what you want. Yeah, it's about what you think. I know. Who's gonna win it all, bro? Looking like France. Who's gonna be top four? First of all, top four will be Belgium. Okay. Belgium will be there. Belgium. Um, I'm writing this down. Yeah, write it down. Okay, France obviously because you say they're gonna win. Yeah. Argentina will Argentina be there, bro? Oh man. We need to we need to see the second game. Oh yeah, man of little faith. No, but I think I think I think Argentina will be there. To be okay, honest. Argentina. Because Messi's looking too good. Damn. So um, no Spain, no Brazil. No Brazil, Brazil, Brazil will be in the top four. Okay, so no Spain, no England. Damn. All right. Well, I'm still gonna keep my prediction because I'm a man of consistency and I'm stubborn. You know, I'm the same guy who keeps saying Liverpool win the league. <laughs> 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 Liverpool will win the league um, but uh, I'll be consistent and I'm not changing anything so my top four is still going to be Argentina mm-hmm. the Dutch oh yeah yeah I wanted Dutch in there oh yeah it's too late bro you weren't thinking of them they weren't in front of no, the center no, of your they, mind they were, they were actually so who are you going to take off then who are you going to take off then is it Brazil 
You're going to go Brazil? And the, and the, and because I feel like Brazil is going to meet that one like team. Just gonna meet the one team. Gonna kill do you want to take... They may, Actually, they may meet them in the semi-final. No, no, no. no. Brazil is going to meet France. The, the group is set for them to meet France. Oh, really? Yeah. So, ah, so who are you going to pick then? I think, I think, I think I'll take out Brazil. Okay. So you're going to say the Dutch. Yeah, Netherlands. Uh, dude, I don't think you even put Brazil. Oh, maybe I, I mentally put Spain here. Um, so the Dutch. All right, so I have Argentina, the Dutch. I've got Brazil. Wait, 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 wait. I'm still missing somebody. No, you have Belgium, France, Argentina, we need, we need, Dutch. We need to at least make it top six. No, no there's four. There's no top six. Who no. is going to the semifinal? All or nothing. That's your pick. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear you. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Brazil. Take off France. Take off France. Take off France? Take off France. You're mad. Okay, we're going to take France off. (laughs) (laughs) Let me put it in there then. Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my days. Okay, Germany. So we're going to keep Germany. So Argentina, the Dutch, Brazil. And who else do I have on this list? Spain. No, no, I didn't have Spain. I had Argentina, the Dutch, Brazil, and Portugal. Portugal. Yeah. So, honestly, after today's showing, I'm not very confident on this. Yeah. On Argentina, I'm still not confident. I think, honestly, if I were to to pick a different group, um, I would still pick up um, what you call it. Um, uh, what you call it. I'm going to still pick up. Uh, oh, geez. Um my head is drawing a blank now. Spain. 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 I would I would take out Argentina. I'll put Spain mm-hmm. um, out of this group. And um, just watch and then, after, after the and after then, the group stage is done <laughs> and after the teams are gone. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll see though. We'll see. All right, we're gonna wrap it up real quick. We have the last uh, the last pieces. So quick fire. Nice games. We got uh, tomorrow. Wales against Iran at three. Wales against Iran. Who's gonna win? <clears throat> Wales. Okay, Wales gonna win. Yeah. Uh, Qatar against Senegal. Who's going to win? Senegal. Okay. Netherlands against Ecuador. Who's going to win? Netherlands. Ooh, I think that's a draw. I think, um, I think so, too. England. I think, I think these two games are draws. England against USA. You think it's a draw? Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's a draw, draw too. All right. Let's but, go to... but just, I feel USA might I think, sneak it. I think USA might. I think a lot of English people will be, uh, will be waking yeah. up by the power of the United States of America. And Pulisic. Let's go. Uh, okay. Well, we got <laughs> group D, we got Tunisia against Australia. Tunisia is winning. Are you, are you okay? I like this. I like this. Tunisia is going to be the first African team. No, no. Second African team after Senegal to win their first game. Um, we're going to also look at Poland against Saudi Arabia. Ah. Saudi. Saudis. Saudi. I, I actually am going to pick a draw. Uh, board draw, 0-0. Zero, zero. The the Polish are gonna stink up the place. Mm. Um, France against Denmark. He's gonna win this. Denmark. No, I think France are gonna win it. I think so. Yep, France are gonna take Group D. Okay. Um, and then Group C, we've got Argentina. Last game on Saturday, Argentina against Mexico. Who's gonna win? Argentina. Ooh, man. I think I'm gonna go on a limb here mm-hmm. and just say Argentina, like. I know I picked them to be top four, but yeah. I'm going to hedge my bets. I'm going to go on here and I'm going to say Mexico is going to beat their ass 2-1. Really? Yeah, dude. I think Argentina wins it 3-1. Argentina probably is going to win. But yeah. Mexico, just because I just want, I don't like Argentina. Anyway, um, Group S- E, Sunday game. So we got Japan, Costa Rica. Who's going to win? Japan. 
Yeah, Costa Rica is horrible. Um, Belgium against Morocco. Ooh, Ooh juicy. Belgium. Morocco. I called Morocco on this. Group F, Croatia against Canada. Canada. Well, if, you've been if, saying you've been saying Canada. If Canada, if Canada plays the way they did against Belgium, but with finishing, I think Canada will win it. You want to put them in your top four too? No. Okay, Croatia is gonna win this game. Uh Spain against Germany. Germany. Germany Germino. Um, I actually think this might be a draw, dude. This looks like a draw, but I'm going to go for Spain. I'm going to back myself. Spain are my dark horses this tournament. Mm-hmm. I think uh, people will be surprised by them, and I think a lot of people are really surprised. Okay, Group G, Cameroon against Serbia. Serbia. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Cameroon, you guys need to win, man, but you guys uh, suck. Okay, Serbia. Um, South Korea against Ghana. Ooh. South Korea. Draw. <laughs> Fucking draw all over it, man. This is like a fucking disgusting zero zero written all over it. Um, Group G, Brazil against Switzerland. Draw. Draw. I actually like the draw, but just because I really like Brazil this tournament and mm-hmm. I really think they're going all the way, I think uh, Brazil. Mm-hmm. Portugal against Uruguay or Uruguay. Draw. You think it's a draw? Mm hmm. Yeah, this has a draw stinking up all over it. Like that Uruguay inside, like to fucking play Haram ball. Yeah. Um, they're also my dark horse. And the reason why they're my dark horse is because when they face teams like this, yeah. they kick back, sit back, and just like counterattack all yeah. day. Um, I think we'll end it there because uh, on Tuesday next week, mm-hmm. damn, the games are coming that quick, yeah. eh? Four days and four Fuck. days apart. Yeah. Three, four days apart. Yeah, Tuesday next week. <clears throat> will be the start of the final game. So mm-hmm. we've called up all the groups, mm-hmm. uh, hold us accountable, guys, um, and it should be fun and exciting going out throughout the, the rest of the games. That's right. I got to go coach practice. Peace out, boys. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all for listening today. This was a fun session. We enjoyed a lot of time chatting with you guys. Um, if you guys uh, would like, subscribe, share with your friends, that would be great. Uh, appreciate the love. Thank you all. Peace.